All right, hey guys, what's going on? My name's Chris Hawkins, and this is your best life defined. Are you doing it yet? Are you rocking your life? Are you waking up energized because you took some advice, some guy you don't know gave you about how it's more important for you to do the things that inspire you because it adds fuel to your tank? You doing that yet? I hope so. I, I mean, there's probably a chance you're not because this story you've been given, I mean, it's pretty ingrained. I mean, you've been watching your parents, your grandparents, everyone around you do it for so long. The chances of you thinking any other way, it's going to take some talking. It's going to take some talking, and I don't think, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm just trying to point a few things out, so I hope you'll hang out with me. So here's a question for you. Have you ever rolled up on someone you haven't seen in a while? And you're like, hey, what's up? What's up? I ain't doing Oh, I'm doing good. Oh, man, you look good. That's what you tell them. Oh, you look good. You're looking good. Yeah, getting older, but looking good. Yeah. But in your mind, what you're saying to yourself is, oh, my God, what happened? Man, look at him. What happened? And you go home and you tell your partner, whoever you're hanging with, you tell them, oh, man, I seen so-and-so. And, oh, man, <laughs> they went to crap. What they they are they're heavy now. They put on some weight and and they're all old now. That's crazy, huh? You do realize that that person that's seen you that hadn't seen you in a long time, they're going home and they're telling that same story to their partner. They're like, oh, you should have seen dude. Should have seen Chris, man. Oh, he looks like shit. He 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 didn't age well at all. He needs cocoa butter or something, right? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> that's why I work out. I don't want to, I mean, I'm doing my best, and granted, I am a mess right now. I'm carrying a little more weight than I should, and I just, you know, you get older, and your your frame changes, and, and like, Sandy and I talk, we walk about three days a week, and we walk and talk, and, and usually we do about six miles, and we're talking about all the time we spend working out, and trying to stay in shape, and eating healthy, and it's like, if I would have, were to do as much as I do now when I was, when I was 30, I would have been a stud. I would have been zero body fat or something like that because our average day, we walk six miles a day. I'll do the calisthenics I do. I don't know. I do on average, you're probably 125 pull-ups a day. I'll do oh, 300 push-ups. I do like at least that many air squats or walking lunges. I'll do burpees and just, I mean, we're just working all the time. In fact, most days we don't actually get done working out and doing our list of things we need to do every day until after one o'clock. I don't know how the hell we managed to get anything done when we was working because it just, now granted, our evenings are free. One o'clock, we got the whole day, the whole rest of the day till, till the next morning if we want. But it's funny how we change and when you look at how you've changed, the problem that I see when we talk about living our best life is that oftentimes the change is so gradual, it's one day at a time. Before you know it, 10 years have gone by and you look back at your life and you're like, what the hell, what happened, man? What happened to our relationship? What happened to our finances? What happened to all those things that used to inspire us that we never dreamed we would give up? That's a question you should ask yourself because that's the foundation of what living your best life is. If you don't want to be honest about it, if you if you want to hide behind the fact that you just don't have the energy to affect change in your life, to go after anything more than you're doing right now, I get that. I get that. It's not. This is not, this story is obviously not for everyone. There are some people who are going to say, "Hey, screw it. I'm doing what I'm doing. That's good enough." 
I drink the things I do. I, I, I'm comfortable working the job I work, even if it sucks, even if I will never get to um, see the United States, if I'll never get to take a Caribbean cruise, if I'll never be at a point in my life where I'm debt-free. I'm, I'm good with that. But I think there's a smaller segment of the population, especially now when we come off of COVID-19, that are starting to ask some serious questions about why we are where we're at. And given the volatility of it and given the reality that apparently there's no predictability in life. Obviously, we can't plan for the future because no one had masks when we started this thing about six, eight months ago, right? If you ask yourself a question, what happened? You take a look at any segment of your life, your physical fitness, your physical health, your attitude. There's a time, if you think back, when you wake up every day excited, and it didn't even matter if you had a bunch of shitty stuff to do. You were still just energized because amid, amid that crappy stuff, there were moments that you just truly loved, that you were inspired because you were still going someplace. There was still something to learn, something to do, something to be excited about, something to want that extends beyond going to Walmart and spending $100 on crap. Right? And what happened? Do you know what happened? I do. This is the problem. Most people can't quite figure out what happened. I mean... I don't know anyone who doesn't want a great relationship. I know a lot of people who look at Sandy and I, um, my wife and I's relationship and, and they think, wow, that's crazy. Well, we have the best relationship of our life. And you know why that happened was because we asked ourselves back when it was ugly, back when things weren't as great as they are now, we said, ask ourselves, what happened? I remember telling her, I said, I, you know, I remember telling Sandy, you know, I love you so much. And when I watch TV shows about people who are in love and the story is so perfect, it just breaks my heart because that's what I want for us. And I remember it used to be that way. That's the sad part. I remembered when it used to be that way. And I had to ask, what happened? And then she'd say something and cry a little. And then I'd say something and get she'd get mad. And, and we talked about it. And all I kept asking myself is, how can I make this better? You were an athlete. Maybe you were an athlete. Maybe you're physically fit. Maybe you were driven. You woke up every day excited about your career and where you were going. And then something happened. Something changed and all of a sudden you wake up every day and you're not enthused about your life. You're not enthused about your employment. You're barely skating by. And the only thing on your mind is I hope nothing else goes wrong because I don't have the energy to deal with it. I mean, it's even, it's true for our country as a whole. I look at the anger. I talk about, I close out most podcasts with a suggestion or a request that that you operate from a platform of kindness because kindness works. I know I am the biggest advocate of kindness and empathy that there is because I've worked the other side of that fence for a long time. I was Mr. Anger forever. In fact, I think I created anger, right? I was ingrained in me. And when I figured it out and I'm sitting here looking at my life and my dad had died and all kinds of things had caused me to look inward to myself, I wasn't always anger, angry. When I was a kid, I wasn't angry. But as I grew up, I became angry. I had to ask myself, what happened to me? What happened? All that damage. I had excuses. 
I had all kinds of excuses for why I didn't want to be touched, why I didn't want people to get too close to me, and that anger was a tool. I couldn't trust anybody in my life. I use anger. I'll be angry, and that way, when my wife leaves me, I can be okay with it. I can be angry and be okay with it. I can survive it. <laughs> and if you look at me now, you're thinking, well, what happened? Because This is a positive what happened. What happened for me was I woke up and I said, I can't do it anymore. It feels so much better to smile. It feels so much better to wake up. And even if it's only in my mind, if it's only in my heart, to wake up every day and say, you know what, I feel like I'm making a difference in the world somewhere. Someone is going to look at this message and this whole effort and say, you know what, he's got a point there. He's got a point there. Because my goal is to help you live your best life. And of course, my goal is to help me live my best life. This is my training ground to make sure I don't screw things up in my own life. When I have a conversation with you about my relationship and about the things I can do to make my relationship better, when I get done having this conversation with you, guess what I do? I go ahead and apply those things to my relationship. Patience is the big thing for me right now. I'm patient. And I'm a good listener. I don't know if my wife has noticed. I hope she has. I think she has. But I fold my hands. There was a time when my wife would walk up to me and I'd be on the computer because I've always been a computer dude. Computer, I'll be typing away and I just keep typing and she's talking. And then one day I realized, because she told me, she goes, look at me and listen to me when I'm talking to you. It's important to me. So I said, okay, I'll try that. So every time she walks up to me now, no matter what I'm doing, I stop. I fold my hands in my lap and I look at her and I intently listen to everything she says. And you know what? I haven't been disappointed. She's a pretty interesting gal. She has a lot of stories. She's really smart. And what happened? I changed something. What happened? It's an action thing. It's an action word. It's a question. When you look at all your dreams, how many dreams do you how many active dreams do you have right now? That's an important question. How many dreams do you have rolling around in your head right now that you just can't get enough of? You spend all your time thinking about them. This is American dream. For all the, all the positives that people want to come at me with how great it is to live the American dream, I can tell you one thing. It's a dream killer. It's a dream killer because once you go in debt for that $350,000 and then you add two cars at $40,000 a piece, and then all the bells and whistles, the furniture and the internet and the cell phones and all the crap, the lawnmowers and all the stuff you need to take care of that, the, all those things you needed. <laughs> there ain't going to be shit left for you to have any fun with. I guarantee that. You know, argue with me, tell me, oh, no, that's wrong. I can buy everything I want. I can swim in debt and I still spend every weekend fishing. Man, you need to, you need to write a book. You need to do a podcast about that because I haven't figured it out. People criticize Sandy and I. They say, well, you guys live in a trailer house. Yes, we do. Proud of it, too. Live in a trailer house. Got a banjo. We can play dueling banjos or whatever, like deliverance. Yeah, I live in a trailer house. You know why I live in a trailer house? Because a trailer house gives me access to the life I want to live without sleeping in someone else's skanky bed. You're going to see me pulling into some hotel, having to look under the sheets or check, check the rim of the mattress to see if I can find bed bugs before we set our stuff down. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't going to me, see me forking out $150 a night to walk into a hotel room that smells like orange glow. <laughs> smell like, smell like, smell like a, a whole bushel of oranges got slaughtered in it. 
<laughs> no way. No way. I mean, if you're looking at my life, you can say, yeah, what what happened, man? He, what, this guy's crazy. He's nuts. He lost his mind. Sold his house, moved into a fifth wheel, doing a podcast, working out every day, writing a book. What happened to him? Wow. Looks good for an old man. I acknowledge it. Look at my gray hair. I'm getting gray every day. I'm, I'm already somebody's grandpa. <laughs> can, can you imagine just kind of off, off the off top? Can you imagine what my grandkids think of me, especially my older grandkids, when they think about what I do every day? Here I am, grandpa, and I'm showing up here trying to change the world. They're like, man, my grandpa's off. <laughs> he does shit no grandpa does, right? Playing video games, playing modern warfare with my grandkids. What, where, what could you be? What could you be? What in your life could you change? Because it, it just kind of tabled off. It didn't get any better. Hasn't gotten any better for the past five years, for the past three years. What thing in your life can you do, could you grab a hold of right now and figure out a way to lift it back up? So at least when you look at that, you don't have to say, damn, what happened, baby? What happened to our relationship? We used to love each other. What happened to our energy? We used to walk every day. What happened to us? We we used to be in shape. We used to eat we'll eat good. What happened to us? We used to put our phones away. We didn't even have phones. We'd sit at the dinner table and talk for an hour after we got finished eating dinner. What happened? <laughs> That's kind of funny. I love it. Hey, guess what? You're going to show up someplace and you're going to see someone you haven't seen in a while. And in your minds, in both of your minds, while your voices, while you're, while you're going to say, Hey, dude, you look good. Yeah, you're getting old. Yeah, you too. You're both going to walk away with the same question. You both walk away shaking your head going, Damn, dude. Man, what happened to you? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Guess what? Today's your day. Today will today be the day that you decide, okay, I'm going to stop just listening. I'm going to stop thinking this guy's crazy. And I'm actually going to take an inventory of my life. And I'm going to start picking one or two things. I'm going to pick one or two things that I need to make better, that I need to be better at. I need to do because it gives me access to things I love to do and haven't done in years. That's what I'm asking from you. That's what I would like to see from you. Can I make you do it? No, I cannot. I can continue to show up here, share my stories, be as boring as hell as I am or whatever you see, because I don't see it. And eventually, and hopefully, eventually what you're going to do is you're going to say, okay, I'm done being, I'm done being overweight. I'm done being unhealthy. I'm done being mean. I'm going to learn something about something I don't know. And I'm going to make my life better. So... Keep that in mind. I really appreciate you showing up. If you want to go over to my YouTube channel, check it out. It's the same story. I don't do all kinds of crazy-ass animations and try and do things to attract your attention. This is a story that you can mine just like you'd read a book. Is it self-help? I certainly hope so because it's helping me. So keep watching. You get to watch. If you stick around, you get to watch those videos. If you go check it out, you can look at the first video and then go clear to the last one, the latest one I've published, and you'll see a transition because the clock isn't, isn't stopping. It isn't stopping for me, and it certainly isn't stopping for you. So maybe it's time for you to start living your best life. Keep that in mind. Take some action on it. And as always, just remember, today's your day. Make it a good one.